Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I should not be surprised. I shouldn't be, and yet I I I still am. The uh, bias, the slant, the inaccuracy from the mainstream media. This time, the uh, New York Times. Just incredible. Oh my goodness, just incredible. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. It is the 5 o'clock hour. Thank you for joining me. And uh, those of you listening on AM 880, you can listen, of course, until the bottom of the hour. At 5.30, well, we have to go bye-bye. We uh, we go night-night. We uh, sign off at 5.30 through the rest of this month. Then in February, we get our full day back. But at least we go to 5.30. November and December, we only went to 5 o'clock. So anyway, it is uh, great to have our AM listeners with us But we also very much appreciate our FM listeners on 104.5 FM. All right, bias. Oh, my goodness. New York Times article today uh, written by, let's see, who who is this written by? Um, 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 David Linhart. L-E-O-N. H-A-R-D-T. I assume that's Linhart. He is a columnist for the, uh, the, the New York Times. And he writes today a column called, it's about the Supreme Court, maskless and inaccurate. Now, let me up front tell you this is a story about uh, Neil Gorsuch. Supreme Court Justice, and Sonia Sotomayor, Supreme Court Justice. And the uh, the author writes a considerable amount about both of these Supreme Court Justices. Gorsuch, because in one place, one opportunity, he wasn't wearing a mask. Sonia Sotomayor gave the grossly inaccurate statistics about children with COVID. To be factual, she was 96% inaccurate. <laughs> she wasn't 10% off or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 70. She was 96% inaccurate. And she's one of the justices that actually ruled on the uh, the vaccine mandate. Anyway, the uh, the headline of the article is maskless and inaccurate. Right now, if you are a sensible, balanced individual with common sense, and you're going to write an article about two Supreme Court justices. You're going to write about one because they didn't wear a mask at a particular occasion. The other one got some very, very, very important facts concerning an actual case before the Supreme Court. 
I think most reasonable, objective people would say, well, the mask thing was was not important at all. Not according to the New York Times. No. Neil Gorsuch showing himself without a mask was much, much more. Now, that was serious. All right, let me, let me read you part of the story. When the Supreme Court justices emerged from the red drapes at the front of the courtroom last Friday and took their seats to hear arguments about President Biden's vaccine mandate, all but one of the justices were wearing masks. Now, they're sitting. If you've seen the Supreme Court, I don't know, they're six, seven feet apart anyway. But the exception, according to the writer, was Neil Gorsuch. That Gorsuch was resist wearing a mask is no surprise. He's a conservative judge with a libertarian streak who has spent his life around Republican politics. In conservative circles, mass have become a symbol of big government subjugation. But his decision not to wear one, while the other Republican appointees on the court all were, still felt surprising. The justices usually make an effort to treat one another respectfully. They disagree on the law, sometimes harshly, while maintaining productive and even warm relationships like the famous friendship between Antonin Scalia and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Then he gives a glowing quote from Soda Sonia Mayor, which he's going to criticize mildly later on. When you're charged with working together for most of the remainder of your life, you have to create a relationship. Sonia Sotomayor said a few years ago, this is our work family. And then the author goes on for three pages. How terrible, how horrible, how awful, how unthinkable it is that Neil Gorsuch showed up for a Supreme Court hearing without a mask. Terrible. Horrible. Yeah. And then he begins quoting a whole bunch of people like, wearing a mask is the decent thing to do, wrote a Washington Post columnist, especially when you are around vulnerable individuals. This week, Gorsuch appeared without a mask at the court. So, for three pages... He blasts Neil Gorsuch for not wearing a mask. Terrible, horrible, awful. This is unspeakable. I can't believe it. And then he finally gets to Sonia Sotomayor. The headline for her portion is wildly inaccurate. And he writes, During the first hour of last Friday's two-hour argument, Sotomayor listed the evidence of COVID's continuing threat to illustrate the benefits of a vaccine mandate. In making the case for mandates last week, Sotomayor first noted that COVID cases were surging and hospitals were near capacity. She then turned her attention to children. Quote, We have over 100,000 children which we've never had before in serious condition and many on ventilators. Well, that last sentence is simply untrue. PolitiFact called it way off. 
Kaya Himmelman of the dispatch described it as false and misleading. CNN said it was a significant false claim. And uh, then, for the next two pages, the New York Times says, well, yeah, she was really, really inaccurate, but she was really trying to do good. And, you know, she, her heart is good, and she really cares about children, and that's why she—it was inaccurate, but it's really, it's really not that bad because she really likes kids, and she was just trying to do the best to protect kids. And so, in other words— According to this writer of the New York Times, we had one Supreme Court justice who showed up without a mask. The other lied through her teeth about something extremely important, pertinent to the case before them. But that wasn't a real problem. The real problem was that conservative justice who didn't wear a mask. I read this and I thought, are you serious? You're putting not wearing a mask as actually worse than getting the facts completely, totally, absolutely wrong in the case that you are considering? Such is the... um, uh, such is the uh, the reporting from the New York Times. Wow. Just so the headline maskless and inaccurate. I would say it was more than inaccurate. But it's still not as bad as not wearing a mask. These people are nuts. Just nuts. All right. Uh we'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. One thing we discuss constantly on this program is worldview. Worldview, it is almost impossible to exaggerate the importance of worldview. One of the reasons why the the United States of America is moving so far to the left and we're seeing the destruction of our country is because we have left a biblical worldview. All of our founding fathers had a basic biblical worldview. Not all of them were born-again evangelical Christians, all right? We know that. But they had a biblical worldview. They knew that man was fallen, man was not inherently good, and they knew that God was the creator and the originator of all rights. They knew that. And they knew that because man was not inherently good, in fact, he was inherently evil, that we had to have a judicial system, we would have to have military. They knew that. Today, 
the secular humanist worldview is going crazy, not only in our government and in the in the secular world, but in our churches. It's also making its way into Orthodox Judaism. Now, there are many things that Bible-believing Christians and conservative Orthodox Jews agree on. Many things. And I mean many things. Almost the entire Old Testament we agree on. The Old Testament prophets and Moses, the, the Decalogue. We agree on that. And Judaism, real Judaism, has a biblical worldview concerning the nature of man. Whether you believe that man is inherently good or man is inherently evil will color everything you believe It will cause you to interpret everything you read according to your worldview. Well, I wasn't aware of it, but evidently the left is beginning to take control even of Orthodox Judaism. My uh, colleague, Dennis Prager, Dennis Prager is part of our Salem Media family, uh, syndicated talk show host, a brilliant man. But he's an Orthodox Jew, and uh, he often, on his radio program, talks about the fallen nature of man, how that determines the laws that we make, etc., etc., etc. He has written a column recently about the change in Orthodox Judaism. Here is the uh, headline of his article— An Orthodox rabbi writes that people are basically good. Judaism is in trouble. He states, The Algeminer, a Jewish publication I highly respect, published a column about Judaism that is not merely wrong. It actually advances a thesis that is the opposite of what Judaism teaches. That fact would not have prompted me to write a rebuttal. What prompts me is that the column was written by an Orthodox rabbi. It is sad enough that many non-Orthodox rabbis have been influenced more by the secular left education than by the Torah. But when a rabbi identified as centrist Orthodox distorts one of the most important and normative ideas in Judaism and is published in a major Jewish journal, we might be in trouble. And then I'll skip down. The rabbi wrote that Judaism posits that people are basically good, that human nature is good. This is one of the most foolish and dangerous ideas of the secular world. No Abrahamic religion, not Judaism, not Christianity, not Islam, asserts that people are basically good. This notion is a product of the secular age and a major reason for the moral confusion that characterizes our era. For a rabbi, To assert that man is basically good is to assert that God was wrong. I am used to secular people saying that, but not orthodox rabbis. I just found the article to be incredibly interesting because I knew that battle was raging within the Christian church. Well, I'll take that back. 
And the battle is already over on the liberal left, the mainline Protestant denominations. They have adopted a secular humanist worldview, which is the antithesis of a biblical worldview. But there are many in the evangelical community who are beginning to slide a little bit to the left, and they don't want to talk about the sinful nature of man. In fact, they don't want to talk about sin at all. And it's much more soothing and pleasing to tell people, you're good. You just need encouragement. You are a good, good, good person. You just you just need to be encouraged rather than you're a sinner separated from God and you are in desperate need of God's grace and mercy. You're in desperate need of salvation because you are lost and condemned by God because of your sin. That is a biblical worldview. And it's slipping away from many in the evangelical community, and evidently it's slipping away even in the Orthodox Jewish community. Folks, your attitude towards laws, punishment, government, authority, your views toward all of those are dependent upon your worldview. You need to get it right. It must be biblical. All right, quick break. We'll be back. 